thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Okay? What I'm going to do today is this. Because we're doing covenant worship or family worship, and I know the kids are going to be antsy, and we have a dinner or lunch after the service, I'm keeping this one a little shorter than usual. But I want you to know how important Thanksgiving is. Thanksgiving, giving thanks, it, it, it's, it's more important than you think. And because of that reason, uh, I'm going to give you just a quick, you know, little fix here on these verses. But we're going to come back next week, and we're going to look at these verses again. It's just one verse, but we're going to look at it again, and we're going to go into it a little bit more deeper. Thankfulness, I think we all agree, is important, okay? But it's more important than you think. When you think of giving thanks, when you think of thankfulness, maybe you open a door for someone and you ex ask, expect that person to say thank you. Uh, Maybe you receive something, a gift, and uh, you are moved to say thank you. It's, it's gratitude, right? But oftentimes, I think generally speaking, you and I, we live in a rushed world where we just don't have time to stop and, and think about what it means to give thanks and to be thankful. We're, we're busy all the time. We're working. We're earning. We're maintaining, we're wanting, we're living for everything that we want to do. And oftentimes, I just don't think we, we have enough time to think about what it means to be thankful, to think about being, being really thankful. Thankfulness these days revolves more around sort of politeness and thank you notes. And if you're a parent, you're, you're good at teaching your children to do what? To say thank you, Right? If they're given something, if they're given something nice, what do you say? You say, listen to them. What do you say? You say, thank you. Why? Because we don't want our children to grow up as, you know, spoiled little kids. We want them to be grateful. We want them to be thankful. But many times, I think, sometimes being thankful or saying thank you is, is simply a matter of etiquette. And the question that we want to ask today is this. Are you really, really thankful? What does it mean for you to be thankful? Are you really, really grateful today? Or is it just sort of common courtesy and etiquette to you? And forget about being thankful when you're not getting what you want. When things in life do become tough. When you're going through something that's very difficult and painful. Then what about thankfulness? How many times have you heard or said, I am thankful, but marriage is hard. I'm thankful, but parenting has been such a difficult thing for me. I'm thankful, but, but work has just been kicking my butt. It's just, I'm thankful, but the church, it's, it's not going as the way I had planned. And so we have these things in our lives, these ups and downs that affect the way we give things. Here's what I want you to know from this one verse, okay? I want you to know what God wants. He doesn't just want you to say thank you to him, but in verse 18, he wants you to give thanks in all circumstances. This is the will of God for you. That's what Paul says to this church. That's what God says to us. God wants you to be a thankful person. Not just say thank you, but to be a thankful person. That, that's his will. That's his will. Not just on Thanksgiving, but every single day of your life. Verse 18, that's what he says. 
This is the will of a holy God for you. This is what I want. Give thanks in all circumstances. That's what he wants today. That's what he wants tomorrow. That, that's what he wants the next day. This is a command from a holy God, an imperative. This is my will. I want you to give thanks in every situation. What do you want from me, God, today? You get up in the morning. What do you want from me, God? He says this. I want you to be a thankful person. That's what he says. In all circumstances, in every circumstance, good, bad, or otherwise, all the time. Right? Can't be more clear than this. Now, the question is, why? <clears throat> why does God want to give you or why does God want you to be a thankful person? I'll give you three reasons, all right? At least three reasons. First, it has to do with God's presence. Being thankful means you have someone to thank in your life. And as soon as you're thankful, you include that person in your life. Does that make sense? So when you're thankful to God, thankfulness requires someone to be thanked. So you're thankful to God. That means you're including God into the presence of your life at that moment. You understand? When you are thankful, you are instantly reminded that you're not alone. In your situation, in your circumstance, in your relationship, whatever it is, you are not left to fight your battles on your own. When you're thankful, you remember that you're living your life in God's presence. Think about this. Not just in your mind, it's a brief, oh, I'm thankful. No, it's you take time to say, God, thank you, and immediately then you're reminded he is there, right? Thankfulness reminds you that you have a relationship with the living God because he's the object of our thanksgiving. And you then realize, thankfully, that he's been there. When you're thankful for something, when you're thankful for someone, when you're thankful for a situation or circumstances, and you say, I thank you, God, you are necessarily including God in your life because he's the object of our thanksgiving. Now, here's the thing. Here's the question. Do you know why we struggle in faith? Especially uh, in bad circumstances, when, when, when hard things happen to us. Do you know why, at least one reason, just one, that we struggle with faith, where we start asking questions in the middle of this hard situation. God, where are you? God, are you hearing me? God, do you care? I'm going through this hard thing. Are you there? Do you exist? We ask questions. We can ask questions like this. Do you love me? Do you care? And we struggle in our faith. And here's one reason why I think we do this. Because we only really come to God when bad things happen to us. We only take it seriously and come to God desperately when we think we really need something. That the only time you get serious about praying and coming to God and including him in your life is when you're going through something and you need help. So that when we struggle in these moments, when it turns out the way that we didn't expect or the way that we didn't want, we immediately doubt. We immediately wonder. We, our faith is immediately shaking. 
We struggle in our relationship with God in bad circumstances because I think, and here's what I think, it's because we never come to God in the good circumstances. We never experience him in our relationship when things are going well. We don't acknowledge him when things are going good. When you realize you've been blessed, we don't include him in our life to realize he's been there. Yeah, maybe you're wondering where God is today, but where was he when you got that raise? Where was he when you got your children? Where was he when you stood up and he got up in the morning to breathe? Where was he when he gave you their house, your cars, your everything? You don't recognize him. You don't stop and say, thank you for this. And then you wonder why God is not there when you're going through something hard. Sometimes we struggle in our faith because we're thankless. Don't take time to give God thanks. Seriously, give him thanks. Count our blessings and to thank him. Because when you do this regularly, and when that difficult time comes, you're not questioning whether he's there. You know he's been there. You're just wondering what he's doing. Secondly, so he wants you to know his presence. When you give thanks, you understand his presence. But secondly, he wants you to be thankful because when you're thankful, you start to see your life differently. You're no longer a problem-centered person, but you become a God-centered person. Because some of us, many of us, we are so focused on the problem or the problems, we can't look past it. We don't look at what could be in the future. We don't look behind it to think what happened in the past. We can't look to the side to see what could have been or to the other side to see what actually really is. We're just overwhelmed by, by our circumstances many times. We can't see how anything fits into the big picture of God's plan and promises, and so we become overwhelmed. But when you're thankful, when you're really thankful, it helps you realize you aren't defined by your problems, your sins, your failures, or even your circumstances. When you're thankful, you're reminded of God's presence in your life, and then you start taking his possible interpretation of reality and not your own. It shapes then the way you look at your problems. God has been good. There must be a reason for this. I can't lose hope. I need to keep trusting. I need to keep trying. And that's the next step in dealing with those issues. It changes the way you view your problems. So it changes the view of God in your life. It changes the view of your problems. And thirdly, it changes the way you approach relationships. When you're thankful, it changes the way you approach your relationships. They get shaped by faith. Think about this. Try being a really, really thankful person and a hateful or critical or indifferent person at the same time. Really thankful and really critical. It's, it's hard to do. It's impossible. When you become a thankful person, you become more dependent on God and you become less demanding of others. And oftentimes, we are so demanding and judgmental of others we can be so fearful and easily hurt because of others because we're controlled by those relationships and people rather than with God. But being thankful can give you greater strength to work 
through those hard things and a greater desire and ability to love and serve others because you thank a God who is worthy of your gratitude. Okay? It changes the way you think about your relationships. So that's why God wants you to be thankful. And I want to ask you or tell you that if none of these things are happening in your life, when you give thanks, then you've got to ask, were you really thankful or were you just being polite? It's not a choice. It's not an option here. It's the will of the holy God who saved your life. Real thanksgiving is not, it's not simply circumstantial. You're not just a victim of circumstance. What's going around you at the moment or what you're getting or what you're not getting or even how your life is going up and down. Thanksgiving, Paul says thanksgiving is who you are. God's will for you is not to just say thank you. It's be, his, his will is you be a thankful person. That's why you give thanks. That's how God made you and intended you to be. You think, oh, that person's a thankful person because he's always giving thanks. No, what makes a person give thanks is because he is a thankful person. You've been made to be a thankful person, and therefore Paul commands you, God commands you to be thankful. Give thanks because that's how God made you. That's who you are. Now, how do I do this? I had a really bad day at work. I got a terrible fight with my spouse. I yelled at my kids for just being kids. Uh, I don't feel, I don't feel like Thanksgiving. I don't feel thankful. And we'll talk about this next week. But if that's how you determine whether or not you give thanks because you don't feel it, you're all wrong right now. Okay? I don't feel like Thanksgiving. Giving thanks for these things. How do I do this when my circumstances are really hard? Look at the prepositions. I've said this before. The prepositions are important even in this one verse. This is why you need to do Bible study. Paul doesn't say give thanks for everything. What does he say? He says give thanks in everything. He's not saying if you came to me and said, P.F., you know what? Today I got into an accident and I broke my leg. And I said, thank God. Right? Thank God. That, that's not what he's saying. Apostle Paul knows what he's saying. He's a realist. He knows life doesn't go your way all the time. He knows that firsthand things become inconvenient, frustrating things happen, like you die. That's what he does in prison. That's what he's doing right now. He's dying in prison. He knows life can be terrible many times. But he still tells you to give thanks, not for everything, in everything. And it means this, what he means is this, that Christian thanksgiving comes not from your circumstances. Not from just things that just happen to you, good or bad. Because if that were the case, then you might be justified in just being thankful sometimes and not other times. But Paul says he wants you to be thankful all the time. So how do you do that? And the question is, where does thanksgiving come from? How do you become a thankful person? And it's in the preposition here, in. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is a Christian sermon, right? I mean, we're talking about Christian thanksgiving. And I mean, anyone and everyone can give thanks. But how do Christians do it? They do it in every circumstance. And how do they do that? Because they do it in Christ. That's what Paul says. Paul says, give thanks in everything because your thanksgiving comes 
from a source other than what just happens to you at that moment. It's what happened to you in your relationship with Christ. Remember Matthew chapter 26, at the, towards the end of Jesus' life, he has one last meal. It's like a Thanksgiving lunch or dinner. He takes the cup, and what does it say? He gave thanks, and he says, drink it. But he knew what was coming. He knew what was coming. He knew the immense suffering that he's going to have to go through. He knew the hardship that he's going to go through at that morning. But he gave thanks to the people and he said, drink this, all of you. He gave his life for those who needed him and his grace. So I want you to think about this. Let me put this together as we draw to a close. God wants you to be a thankful person. He wants you to be a thankful person every day, every moment, every second of your life, no matter what happens in every circumstance. And it brings you into the presence of God. It changes the way you think about your problems. Thankfulness changes the way you think about your relationships, okay? How do I do that? I do that in Christ. This is what it means. Paul says, in every circumstance, right? In every circumstance. That's the world. That's what's happening in the world. Good, bad, everything in between. That's where you live, in every circumstance. But on the same time, he says, give thanks in Christ. That's Jesus. That's your relationship with him. That's mean, that means that everything that Jesus has is yours. That means his heaven, his kingdom. If you're in Christ, if you're in Jesus, by faith you're trusting in him. That means all that he has belongs to you. You're a part of his world. So you got two things here going on at the same time. On the one hand, you live in this world in every circumstance. But on the other hand, don't forget, you're also in Christ. You're part of his world. So Paul here is describing not just what a person should do. It's not just about obedience. It's about identity. Who you are as a person living in this world in all these circumstances, but at the same time, a Christian living in Christ and part of his world. On the one hand, you live in this world. Things happen to you every day, all these circumstances, some of those good, some of those not so good, some of those even really bad. How do you respond to that situation? One pastor, Chuck Swindle, actually said it this way. Quote, life is 10% what happens to you. 90% how you react to it. That's what he said. 10% what happens to you, 90% how you react to it. And you live in this world in every circumstance. But he says, give thanks in every circumstance. Give thanks in the world. Why? Because you're not just in the world in every circumstance. You're also in Christ. Not just on church and Sunday, but every day. Every day you have every spiritual blessing that God has. Every day. You belong to him. That even if you lose your life, you know you are guaranteed for something even better. How do you respond to that? You've got one foot in this world. You've got one foot in the next world. One foot in these circumstances, but one foot in the kingdom of God, in Christ. And it means this. I am in this world. Things happen to, this, to me in the world that affects me. It, it influences me. It's important. And I take that seriously. But at the same time, there's nothing that ever happens in this world that should or ultimately can define me, whether good or bad. Because at the same time, I am in Christ. 
At the same time, in those circumstances, I am in Christ. I have the blessings of the kingdom of God and the world to come in heaven itself. Bad things happen. It hurts. It's painful. It's frustrating. I want to curse. I want to hold my pity party. I want to invite everyone to come and join. But in that bad circumstances, what we need to remember is this. I'm still in Christ. Yes, the pain and frustration, the headaches are real, but that's not the end of the story. Jesus is, he says. These circumstances are hard, but they're temporary. God's blessings are eternal. So Paul says, use your faith. In every circumstance, you can still give thanks. Not because of what's going on around you, but because of what Christ has done for you. Trust in him. Be thankful. Trust that because I'm in Christ, his pain, his struggle, his sacrifice was pretty bad. His circumstance was horrible. But he gave up his life so that my purpose, his purpose and mine would come together. His good would come out of my bad. He didn't just die and take all the pain and suffering and death with him. He went through it himself. He knows what I'm going through in Christ. In every circumstance, he lived it. But he died so that he could comfort me in every circumstance in Christ. And that's why I can still give thanks. You see this? It's very important. Giving thanks is is not just a a, a social etiquette. It's so important to how you live. Because Christian thanksgiving is a profound way of realigning your life to your relationship with God so that you could even pray like that prophet Habakkuk, Habakkuk in the Old Testament, chapter 3. This is what he says. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vine, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there is no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation because he is the Lord of my strength and he takes my feet like the deer's and he makes me to walk in high places. That's a forever thankful person. So let me just end right here. Learn then to be thankful. This doesn't happen naturally. Learn to be thankful. Learn, not just by counting your blessings that you hold in your hands, but also to know the blessings that you hold by faith in Christ. So that in every circumstance, you might be able to be thankful. Let's pray.